Welcome to the Circle City Cinema with your beloved host and the one and only Zach Griffith, a part of the Running Hook Podcast Network. Back to the cinema. It's good to be back. <laughs> I've been living here for a while. Yeah, pull me you, out got the a, you got a room here. You got a room at the cinema. Yeah, man. Just pull me out of the closet. And, you know, just, hey, I need you to do this. All right, man. Let's do it. <laughs> Favorite movie series, folks. Volume, uh, or not volume two, episode two. Yeah. Caleb Lynn was here, Bryce. With coming uh, that guy. You really <laughs> had that guy on? Uh, you know, sometimes you have to make concessions. And I, I said, you know what? I'm on Linsanity a lot. I suppose I'll bring Caleb on the cinema. You know, it was a courtesy just, pod. I had courtesy. to settle. I had to settle, you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you got the real deal now. <laughs> I do. I do, Bryce. Your favorite movie, Bryce? Inception tonight. Yes. Oh, man. I, I rewatched it last night in preparation for this pod. And I was reminded why this is my favorite movie. And, uh what a work of art from Christopher Nolan. <laughs> what a work of art. Well, we'll get into it, Bryce. But first, as always, the cinema tradition, the news, folks. Uh, much to Bryce's chagrin, Avatar oh. passes Avengers Endgame to reclaim the all-time box office crown. Surpasses the $2.8 billion mark, Bryce, after a re-release in China. Bryce, uh, for reasons unknown, much like your Daryl Morey hate and and your ah. Brad Stevens hate, you uh, hate James Cameron Quarantine. for some reason. Yeah, this is this is nonsense. One, one. Why was it re-released in China? I don't understand that. Uh, that this, I don't know. That I don't know. <laughs> I think this is a pissing contest. Is what this turn is turned into. And and no, James Cameron deserves all the hate. No, I don't care if you're a legendary director. Where is Avatar two? Bryce, it's going to take Where? time. What? Zach. Zach it's going to take Zach, time, Bryce. Zach, we literally got a defining movie of a generation in Avengers Endgame in a year. I filmed it back to back, Bryce, with the Infinity War. I, I don't War. care. What, what's wrong with Avatar? When, when was that released? 2008? Is that correct? 2009. 2009. Sorry. 2000, what year is it now, Zach? Look, it's been a long time, all right? Uh, yeah, it, it has <laughs> been a long time. And he Dude, has I was directed 11. a movie since. I was 11. I am 22. I know, Bryce. I was in sixth grade when I saw it. This is ridiculous. <laughs> don't make me wait. I don't even want to go see it now. I, I've lost all interest in Avatar. And not oh. to mention, Avatar wasn't even that great. It wasn't oh, that good. Oh, Bryce. Visually, it was good. But the, uh, the plot's like, eh, I've seen this before. Oh, uh, well, let me just say, I will say this about Avatar. Um, it's a very good movie. It's a very good movie. But... Unlike Endgame, it has no cultural influence. It has no cultural influence at all. It doesn't. <laughs> he remembers Avatar. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't have any cultural influence. Uh, but what it did do, Bryce, it did wonders for the visual effects in Hollywood. I mean, it, it, even though it was 2009, Bryce, it still looks phenomenal. It still looks phenomenal. Uh, but Bryce, uh, if you will clear the lane so I can dunk on you with yeah, go f- go for this it. This is just just a mirror image of your Stevens and Maury hate, Bryce. Let me tell you what James Cameron has done. He has done wonders with visual effects. He is probably the greatest director ever to work with visual effects. He gave us Aliens, Bryce. 
which is arguably better than the first Alien movie. He gave us the first two Terminator movies, some of the best action movies of all time, and he gave us, which was uh, the biggest movie at the time ever made, Titanic. So I, I don't want to hear any James Cameron hate on Circle City Cinema, Bryce. Well, then why? I mean, he got, he put out Terminator sequels pretty quick. Why can't we get an Avatar one pretty quick? Uh, not, no, T2 took a while. How long? How long? Seven years. Oh, it really was seven years? Yeah, seven years. Why does he make us wait for stuff like that? Because he's a perfectionist. Oh, my goodness. Listen, Bryce, all, all I can tell you is Avatar 2 is going to be well worth the wait. That's all I can tell you. Uh, well, you can pay for my ticket then because I don't want to see I, it. I will. I will. <laughs> <laughs> I will say uh, I do remember. I don't. I've only seen Avatar like twice. And uh, I, the first time I saw it was in the theater, and I was just blown away. Totally blown away. That's all yeah, in 3D. For, for, it was six, awesome. for a sixth grade mind. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> I, I have no recollection of what happened, but it was, uh, it was awesome. And uh, the second piece of news, Bryce, unfortunately, I have to talk about this. Uh, it's very unfortunate. The Oscar oh, nominees no. announced. Oh, you have to give them the time of day. Uh, some good news, actually. Mank. Leads with 10 nominations. Uh, some notable Best Picture nominees. Judas and the Black Messiah, which I think is a real chance to win. Nomadland, which uh, if you look at the odds, that's the favorite to win right now. Mank, which is what I hope wins. And The Trial of the Chicago 7, which I have not seen yet, but it's on Netflix. What's missing, Zach? What's missing? We know what's missing. We know. I'll, I'll, I'll get to it in a sec. I'll get to it in a sec, guys. <laughs> Notable Best Actor nominees, Gary Oldman and Chadwick Boseman. Uh, Bryce, I think they're going to give it to Boseman. I think that's just uh, too good to pass up. Yeah, I think it's classy. Yeah. I think it's classy to they do got, that. They got to give it to him. <laughs> and then Notable Best Actresses, Frances McDormand. She's probably going to win. That will be her third win. That is Dude. some goat shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, normally when you say that name, nobody like really, like that doesn't register, right? I mean, yeah. I think of Fargo, right? But- Right. That's about all I think about. Yeah, I mean, if you say that name and nobody knows, then you say, oh, the Fargo girl, and they'll know. They're like, oh, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, she's great. She's great. <laughs> and then uh, Viola Davis, who I just found out before the show, is now the most nominated black actress in the history of the Academy. So that's that's Oh, dude, story. that's monster. That's, that's goat. Rightfully that's so. Good. Rightfully yeah. so. And uh, unfortunately, Tenet, uh, Chris Nolan, once again, Bryce Shaggy's head, uh, basically ignored by the Academy. His first movie since uh, Dunkirk, only one nomination, and it was for visual effects. It's embarrassing. It's so embarrassing, man. (laughs) It's just, I don't get it. I don't get Uh, it. I mean, this was probably the biggest movie of the year, right, Bryce? Yeah, I mean, it got it, it got put in theaters. I mean, that should count for something. Like, Chris Nolan was pushing for theaters to be open again. I mean, he was I, – I, I think you might have tweeted it, retweeted it, or liked it. Chris Nolan was, like, the first one in line to go back to the theater when they yeah, opened. right. You yeah. Literally a picture of him sitting there just chilling. <laughs> Could you imagine that? You know, you're taking tickets, and Chris Nolan walks in. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, oh, hey. Oh, take Thanks for the thing. dark night. Thanks for that. Thanks for everything, dude. Thanks for everything. <laughs> Give me a lot of content. 
uh, but again, that's just embarrassing. And then the Academy, uh, once again, reminding us who they are. Uh, Bryce, moving on to your favorite movie, Inception. Why is Inception your favorite movie? I I really enjoy like like movies that that kind of have some depth to them. Like I, like how many layers there are to that mo- literally layers to that movie Seriously. and how you have to pay attention and like the more times you watch it the more you catch things that you thought you had a, a hold of but you really don't until you watch it several times and every time I watch that movie I feel like I I catch on to something new and yeah, I just it's one of those movies for sure just mad I mean when we t- and another thing all star cast. When we talk about our all-star cast, sometimes people only refer to like one or two like massive names. I mean, we had several actors and actresses at the height of their careers. Yeah. You know, we have Leo. We have uh, Tom Hardy. We have uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, who we're going to talk about. Yeah. Uh, we, have, uh, <laughs> we have Elliot Page. We have Michael Caine. I mean, he, the list goes on and on and on. And I, that is what I consider an all-star cast. Cillian Murphy. I didn't even. I didn't even exactly, talk about yeah. him. I mean, that dude is is just monstrous. So that is the part that I love about it. And you have a master class of a director in Christopher Nolan, who is amazing at visual effects, amazing at storytelling and developing plots. Overall, amazing movie. That's why it's my favorite. Yeah, he, uh, you know, it's funny when Dunkirk came out, a lot of critics were saying they had takes like, this is going to put Nolan at the table with the great directors. And I was like, where have you guys been? Yeah, where have you, <laughs> why, why was it that one? <laughs> if you're talking like awards wise, it was Inception, Bryce. Sure, yeah. Inception was, yeah. you know, 2010, we'll get into it and that Oscars that happened that year, but Inception had like eight or nine nominations. And one four, and the, the Dark Knight was just two years before it. So I mean, what, what are you guys I mean, talking yeah, what, about? What, what more do you want? <laughs> what do you mean? It's it's bad. It's bad. And you're right about the cast. Sometimes, you know, for me, when somebody says all star cast, I immediately think Ocean's Eleven. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, like, and it's difficult to to manage those those cast members correctly and to play to their strengths and just make it work. I mean, oceans obviously did it. I thought they did it pretty well. They did. Yeah. We think about inception. We think about like the Avengers, you know, you have massive actors. Now they technically they weren't massive until the, you know, Marvel came along, but as time went on, it was, yeah, man, those are, those are people that you're going to recognize on the street. Yeah. And you're right about this cast. They're either, some of them were at the, you know, the peak of their careers, some of them were at a turning point, like Paige and uh, Hardy. And if, and if you're if you're Joseph Gordon Levitt, uh, pretty cool. Uh, top. <laughs> uh, dude. <laughs> Short prime for James uh, <laughs> Hurts my soul. He's so good. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll save him. We'll save him. But uh discuss discuss uh, your first viewing of Inception, Bryce, if you can remember. Yeah, so I don't remember how old I was. I want to say maybe junior high, 
probably junior high, maybe early high school. My parents had said, hey, man, yeah, like we watched this movie, Inception. Like it was crazy. It was really hard to follow. And I was like, all right, but, you know, let me watch it. Like my dad, usually he follows things pretty well. He's like, yeah, there's I thought it was pretty well done. My mom's like, I was lost. Yeah. Lost. I was like, all right, I got to watch it then. I got to yeah. watch it. So I watched <laughs> it. And I and I remember following each le- like it was like, whoa 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 like what is happening like and i didn't fully understand it but i mean it was a great thriller well i i don't know if you want to say thriller but uh it's like it's a heist movie yeah a heist movie basically yeah an action heist movie uh and and i love that type that is right up my alley i love that so i just fell in love with the movie automatically and leonardo dicaprio i love that guy and fell in love with that too so that's my first viewing and I've loved it ever since. Uh, it's basically, I was watching it last night and I, and I was like, this is, uh, this is, this is heat with dreams. That's all it is. <laughs> uh, I don't want to over about enough. It doesn't, but I don't want to oversimplify it, but that's like the kind of, I got the heat vibes in terms of like the shootouts and stuff, you know, yeah. Yeah. I think uh, inception is a better movie than heat, but, I yes, got, I got uh, some heat vibes from it, which is not a bad thing at all. Heat's a great no. movie. No, oh, it's a very good movie. <laughs> Val Kilmer, baby. Val Kilmer, John. Those Blake. locks. <laughs> <laughs> Al Pacino. Oh, I love it. I love it. But uh, for me, my first viewing, um, I saw it in the theater when it came out in 2010. I was, uh, I think it was the summer before seventh grade for me. And I didn't know what the hell was going on. (laughs) (laughs) I just knew. I just saw the poster and it said from the director of The Dark Knight. And I was like, I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. (laughs) 13-year-old Zach not knowing what the fuck. Who the fuck anybody was. Had you you seen another Nolan film before The Dark Knight? Uh, Batman Begins. That was it. Oh, okay. So I hadn't seen a non-Batman Nolan movie. Okay, all right. So you really didn't understand like the depth of his movies. Uh, it was just superheroes, cool. Yeah, I didn't understand. I, I mean, I didn't. I didn't know half his movies. I didn't understand what the hell was going on in this movie. I also <laughs> saw that it was Leo, and I was like, all right, yeah, I'm in. I it's like got to be good. It's got to be good. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I saw it for like it was like my fourth overall time seeing it. Uh, last summer when theaters were opened up for a little bit and I left that theater just shook to my core Bryce I came out thinking that's the best Nolan movie that's the best film editing I've ever seen that's the best Hans Zimmer score of all time wow a top three movie going experience for me and I still think that wow yeah that is high praise (laughs) wow I was absolutely shook to my core with how satisfying of an experience it was and like I said, it was my fourth time, but I, I think it was being in the theater. I followed it better than I ever had, Bryce. Interesting. So you were like locked in. I was locked in. I knew who everybody was. <laughs> I knew everybody's role. <laughs> I knew what layer of the dream they were in. I was like, fuck yeah, we got this. Um, we, we know what's going on. Now. Yes. Study detail. <laughs> detail now. Detail. Oh, but, man. Uh, if you had to guesstimate, Bryce, how many times have you seen Inception? Anytime it's on TV, it's on my TV. Right. So I'd probably say seven to ten, seven to ten times. 
How many times uh, in its entirety? Uh, I would probably say five or six of those. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm right behind you at uh, four, I think. Well, I guess last night would have been my fifth because I watched it for the fifth time. But uh, it's... Yeah, I mean it's it's a phenomenal movie. No offense to Caleb with coming to America, but so far this is the best movie we're, we're talking about. <laughs> uh, hey, different genre, different genre. You oh, know, you gotta cut that in. So two great movies, but I gotta take a shot at Caleb when I can. Uh, always. Uh, 2010 movies, Bryce. Pretty good year for movies. I'm just gonna run through the notable releases real quick, and then we're gonna do our 2010 Mount Rushmores, which I think uh, oh, oh man, really fun. <laughs> uh. So besides Inception, we had Toy Story three, which inexplicably was nominated for best adapted screenplay. Uh, and it's so <laughs> unnecessary. It's such an unnecessary movie. It's I, not adapted. It, no, it's not. Yeah, that was. <laughs> That's embarrassing. The Academy should be ashamed. Um, they're not, and that's the worst part. Yeah, they're not. Uh, they live shamelessly <laughs> in their big houses. They probably watch it on 1080p TVs, too. It's, uh, <laughs> the less I talk about them, the better for everybody. Uh, then we got The Social Network, True Grit, Shutter Island. All three of those were featured on an earlier cinema pod last year, their 10th anniversaries. Easy A, quality Emma Stone movie. Early Emma Stone coming yeah. off Zombieland. Pretty yeah, new uh, new version of Scarlet Letter, man. <laughs> that's, that's, that's fun. <laughs> 127 Hours, Black Swan, oh. uh, Legion. I don't know why I put Legion on here, but I, I did. <laughs> on here. Wall Street never... Wall Street Money Never Sleeps. Me and Bryce were talking before the show. An unnecessary sequel. <laughs> money grab. Total money. Hey, it worked. It made a lot of money. Yeah, it did. Uh, the town... Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 1, Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Another one I don't know why I put on here, Robin Hood. Hey, I'm telling you, I I, I think this one gets grossly disrespected. I really enjoyed this one. Yeah, I like Russell Crowe. I like Russell Crowe, too. I thought, he, I thought he was good. Lately, but it's... Yeah. Well, it's not a bad but, I mean, the... No, I mean, do you remember... Have you seen it, Zach? Robin Hood, yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, I mean, do you remember the shot he hit on that guy at the end that went through his neck, just was... on the ba- what incredible shot! <laughs> I mean, it was so much. I mean, directly through the neck, folks. The guy, the guy <laughs> just the was bleeding through his mouth, just smiling, just amazed of how he hit that <laughs> shot. I mean, it, he could he couldn't even help himself. Like, Dave, dude, you got me. Like, good hit, good shot. You know. Well, they did a good job with the trailer for that movie because uh, they made it uh, Ridley Scott, Russell Crowe, yeah, Crow, yeah. reuniting from Gladiator. And yeah, you like, know okay. it was going to be money. You're like, yeah, baby, sign me up. Sign me up. Maximus with a bow and arrow. All right, I'm in. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's go. Take my money. Uh, then we got How to Train Your Dragon. I'm going to be honest, never seen it. I've never, never seen, seen it either. Never seen it. Never seen any of them. Uh, Alice in Wonderland. Insidious. I didn't see it either. Dude, Insidious scared me, bro. Insidious fucked me up, man. Fucked me up. A tiptoe through the window. (laughs) Never, never sound the same. No, no, it won't. Iron Man 2, some MCU action. Young MCU. Yeah. Uh, The Expendables. I like them, man. (laughs) Hey, I like them. I I 
enjoyed it. If you just want to watch something brainless and exactly. mindless, exactly. watch The Expendables. It totally. is a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> when they brought, I didn't watch them until they brought uh, Schwarzenegger in. Then I was like, all right. Oh, that was it. Dude, what did it for me was Chuck Norris. When they brought Chuck Norris. <laughs> that was a good move. They took Very anyone who was still alive that had yeah, been in an, an action a, movie. a profitable action movie, and they were like, you're in the Expendables now. Uh, Jason Statham? <laughs> yeah, come on. Jet Li? No one even remembers who you are, but come on, let's Dolph go. Dolph Lundgren? Uh, <laughs> Harrison I think Ford? I, I, think, I think Mickey Rourke might have been in there somewhere. Harrison Ford was the most egregious. Uh, just give me a paycheck. That's what You're that right. Was. Bruce Willis came <laughs> later on too. Oh. Like, <laughs> Mel Gibson. Yeah, that one was wild. That one was wild. Oh man. Uh, then what we've got the King's Speech, which inexplicably won all the awards this year, and then the Fighter, Bryce, a great movie. Oh yeah, yeah, great Christian. I love Fighter. Yeah. Well, Bryce, I'm going to hand it off to you first. Give me your 2010 movie Mount Rushmore. Ooh, Zach, I know we struggled. We struggled with this so much, but I think I got a good list. I really do. So <clears throat> number one, give me the social network. Yes. I watched this for the first time last year. It had been 10 years. I waited 10 years to watch this movie. And I was honestly blown away. Yeah. I really didn't think a biopic of Facebook would be that good. But nonetheless, yeah. it was. Even Justin Timberlake was good. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, what? So give me social network number one. Number two, Zach. This is another one that I I've, I recently discovered probably about a year and a half ago. The Town. Yeah, the town. Good, man. That's a, that is a I, now we we crap on Ben Affleck. I know Ben Affleck has been crapped on 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 this podcast before. About, He's also uh, been loved. Acting. He's also been loved. This is a, this is a performance that I love from him. It's a great performance. Oh, him and Jeremy Renner. You know, before it, we knew yeah. who Jeremy Renner was. Yeah, that accent he did in that movie was spot on you know spot great on. performances all around in the town oh, oh it was so good I, even blake lively movie. brought the heat yeah yeah that, that's a movie i would watch i would watch anytime it's on Me anytime too. number three yeah i watched this for the first time about a month ago shutter island yes shutter island I, another leo performance this yes. is scorsese here all right yeah <laughs> For me, it wasn't a satisfying movie, but it was a good. I understand it, and it's it's a fine movie. It's not the way I wanted it to play out, but you what didn't do see you that do? coming? No, I didn't. <laughs> and, and it just makes me say, you're like, bro, for real. Like I thought we were in like a good like. Detective, like cop movie, you know, like number four. This is kind of my own indulgence. Uh, give me the fighter. All right. I, I like that. I, I enjoyed this movie. Christian you know, Bale's only Oscar, the fighter. Yeah. Mark Wahlberg as well. Amy Adams. Good cast. I, I enjoyed this. I really liked it. If you haven't seen it, it, it doesn't get talked about a lot. I don't think. It so does. It does. if you haven't seen it, you should watch it. Definitely. No Inception, Bryce? Well, we're talking about Inception. I didn't put uh, it on there yeah, just, yeah. just for I, I want to give the folks something different. 
All right, that's fine. Uh, for me, I, uh, mine is uh, a little different from yours. Uh, the first face on my Matt Rushmore is going to be the social network, just like you said. Yeah. Uh, you talked about how you didn't know a biopic about Facebook was going to be that good. I didn't think a biopic about Facebook would age this well. <laughs> no, that is that is true. That, that Jesse is Eisenberg totally put, awesome. It, it, Right. And, and uh, another guy, Jesse Eisenberg's that's been catch a lot of heat on this podcast. Yes, yes. Right. He played himself extremely well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be honest. Jesse Eisenberg should have won the Oscar that year. Oh, yeah. He was phenomenal. He, he should have won the Oscar that year. And the story behind Facebook is just funny, man. I mean, the website that he creates right off the bat. I've, look, I get it. It's wrong. It's cancel cancel culture now. He cucked but him. it's freaking funny, dude. It's freaking hilarious. <laughs> I love it. He cucked the Winklevosses, Bryce. Yeah. Uh, no, no, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> no, no. You know what? They're still relevant today, which sucks. They are? I'm pretty sure they are. Wow. Wow. Well, Army Hammer's not. Stuff. That's for sure. No, he is not. <laughs> Just uh, <laughs> for reasons uh, should have been in a Hannibal it. movie. Oh, <laughs> it would have fit right in. He would have could have been cellmates. Uh, he would have done his own stunts. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All practical effects for Army Hammer. Oh man! Oh, oh no! No no! Number two on my Mount Rushmore: Inception. Uh, and I don't want to go too much into it since we're about to do that, but that's number two. Number three, Bryce. You're going to hate it. You're going to hate it. Oh, no. Toy Story 3, bro. Now, come on. Come on. Why are you doing this? Why are because you doing this? You could make a case. Look, I'm a big animated movie guy. You know this. I know you. I know you love Toy Story. Toy Story 3, you can make a strong case, is the best out of the Toy Story movies. No. Yeah, no, you could. You could make no. the case. I don't think it is. That one almost brought me to tears, bro. No. I don't no. think it's the best, but you could make a strong case. I think the first one's still the best. Yeah, you first one's case. still the best. Um, and number four, The Town. Oh, yeah, it's got to be. The Town. This it's is a total uh, preference pick by me. I probably should have picked something like True Grit, <laughs> but I said, fuck it, The Town. <laughs> <laughs> it's an indulgence. It's an indulgence. It's total indulgence. And it's my show, so fuck them. You know? Yeah, I'm picking, I'm picking the town. We love. Hey, hey, we stand heist movies. We stand heist movies. We stand heist movies. You ever seen Triple Frontier? Yes, it's a hell of a movie. Another good Affleck movie. Yeah, and it doesn't get enough respect because it's on Netflix. No, it doesn't end well. And, and I hate either. that. I hate that so much. That Chris Hemsworth movie, Extraction, on Netflix. Didn't watch I don't it. know if. Oh, Zach, you gotta watch it. Did you watch Six Underground with Ryan Reynolds? Yes, miss me on that. <laughs> Talk about brainless. <laughs> miss me on that. That was that was what that was Michael Bay, right? Of course. Yeah, that explains so much. Now, Michael Bay, I have conflicted feelings about because uh, he'll give you good, but he'll also give you bad. He'll give you really bad. He'll give yeah, you really bad. That's the thing with him. If his movies aren't like average or decent, they're shit. <laughs> well, and, and and you know that was the thing. Like he rode the Transformers wave. Like everybody's like, "Oh, Michael Bay film, yeah. like anything." They're like, "Oh, I got to see Michael Bay." And then they everything's been garbage after. Yeah, <laughs> he rode the wave for as long as he could. Ran out of steam. The first Transformers was good. Oh, was it's so good. good. Movie. Oh, it's, it's so good. Movie. Oh yeah. The Rock is good. Uh, yeah. Armageddon. Armageddon's phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. 
the soundtrack uh, to get Aerosmith to do a song. Oh my goodness, yeah. dude! Brings you to tears every time he he puts AJ back in the show. Oh, bro. Oh, and of course, Bad Boys. Oh yeah, Bad Boys, great movie as yeah. well. Yeah, yes, absolutely. So uh, Michael Bay, he uh, he's an auteur in his own right. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of fast cutting, a lot of brainless action, a lot of uh, tits and ass in Michael Bay's movies. <laughs> yeah, he enjoys it. He enjoys it. He, he enjoys it a lot. He enjoys it a lot. <laughs> um, Bryce, Inception at the 83rd Oscars in 2011. It won, rightfully so. All these ones it won, it, it deserved. Best Cinematography. Won both sound categories, which are now just one category, which proves the Academy doesn't know what sound is. And best visual effects. <laughs> yeah, I mean, these are, yeah, I, these are easy choices. I mean, nothing, nothing in the movies that we mentioned, like, even come close to that. None of oh. them were made for visual effects whatsoever. They were telling stories. No, I mean... What was going to challenge Inception in visual I mean, effects? Maybe, Harry Potter? Maybe, yeah, maybe Harry Potter. That would Iron be the Man closest 2? thing. No, Iron Man 2. That, was, that's a, that wasn't that good. Well, that's where they know. scrapped the comic book movies. That's where the Academy scrapped some. Yeah, they effects. did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they did. But yeah, you're right. I'd say Harry Potter is the only one that challenged it. And best cinematography, that should have been a runaway if it was. Oh, easily. Easily. It should have been a runaway. Anytime you film an IMAX, it's over. It's over. Totally over. Uh, nominated for best picture, lost to the King's Speech. I can't wait for you to just go off on this. I, look. I've never seen it, so. Look. I've seen the King's Speech one time. And, <laughs> and I watched it because... Well, that won the Oscar. It beat out all these great movies. I got to see how good it is. It's a fine film. It's fine. It's like a 7 out of 10. But I knew when it was over, I'm never going to watch it again. (laughs) Was Colin Firth good? Yeah, he won Best Actor. And I thought in the moment, that was fine. But looking back on it now, Eisenberg definitely should have won. Oh, yeah. And it's kind of stupid that he didn't. Social Network should have won Best Picture over King's Speech. Uh, Inception was also nominated for original screenplay. Lost to the King's Speech, which is just bullshit. Yeah. Awful. Best production design, which is uh, sets and stuff. That's also awful. Alice in Wonderland. Ah, I thought it was fine. I thought Come it was on. fine, Bryce. You're I bending worlds fine. in Inception. You're literally bending <laughs> worlds. It's changing before our eyes. I thought it was all right. I, was, I thought it was okay. And best original score... Uh, Hans Zimmer lost to the social network. I'm totally fine with that. Totally yeah. fine with that. It, it's it's always tough when Hans Zimmer takes takes L's though, because you're like very tough. Really, you want to disrespect this man like that, you know? Yeah, but it's fine. It's uh, now that John Williams is slowing down. I think Hans Zimmer is clearly the goat today. Um, yeah, and like I said at the top when we were talking about viewings. I thought this was his best score, Hans Zimmer. I really did. I thought it was certainly for the Nolan movies. I thought it was the best. Might be yeah, his best. Music ever. kept you in it. Yeah, it kept you in it. Definitely. Totally kept you in it. Uh, Bryce, here's what it was not nominated for. All right, best director. Who won that year? Well, I'll give you a guess, Bryce. What movie won for best director? <laughs> was it The King's Speech? Tom Hooper with The King's Speech. Bro, are you serious? This is 
This is embarrassing. Truly, truly embarrassing. That's what I have in my notes in parentheses. Embarrassing. Bro. That's exactly what I have. <laughs> All right. I, I can't even fathom that. I literally can't. <laughs> it's it's a classic Academy trick where uh, this a movie catches it catches its stride late in the year, late in the voting period, and then it wins all the awards and nobody ever talks about it again. The only reason they talk about it is because it won all the Oscars, Bryce. <laughs> I wonder what the demographic was that watched the King's Speech versus who's seen Inception. Old I white British people who Bro. remember King George. This is, oh my gosh, dude. I don't know, this who, whatever. Makes me angry. Uh, let's see if you have a problem with this. Leo was not nominated for Best Actor. I don't have a problem with this. We got good Leo, right? Maybe even great Leo. But no, I mean, we talk about Colin Firth. We talk about Jesse Eisenberg. There were other people out there that deserved Oscars for this. It was a loaded category that year. Um, And uh, Best Film Editing was not nominated. That's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. Like I said, when it came out of the theater this summer, I thought that's the best film. That's the best uh, film editing I've ever seen, and it wasn't even nominated. So, wow! There you go, there you go. But uh, Inception overall very well represented at the Oscars. So, um, looking back on it, definitely should have won more, but uh, it's all right. I have nothing we can do about it now, Bryce. Yeah, Just what do you do? <laughs> what do you do? And the plot synopsis, Bryce. You know it like the back of your hand. I bet. Yes, sir. A thief who steals corporate secrets through the use of dream sharing technology is given the inverse task of planting an idea into the mind of a CEO. I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> Just reading that, you're like, okay. I don't even know what that means, but let's let's do it. Leo, yeah, Leo. <laughs> And Bill Bryce, you you listen to cinema. I do this. I give everybody who was important to the movie uh, some credit, and a lot of times it's not necessary. This time it's necessary. Oh, absolutely. Because with Christopher Nolan, he makes sure all facets of the crew and cast are working, and that's why his movies are so good. So, of course, directed, produced, and written by Christopher Nolan. That's usually the drill with his movies. Also produced by his wife Emma Thomas. Music by Hans, cinematography by Wally Pfister, edited by Lee Smith, and starring Leonardo DiCaprio, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Elliot Page, and Tom Hardy. 8.8 out of 10, baby. Oh, yeah, baby. You love to see it. You truly do. You love to see it. (laughs) And it's nearly 2.1 million votes on IMDb, so you know it's not bullshit. Dude, that's a lot. Yeah, that's a lot. You know it's not bullshit. I love this next part. Yeah. Yeah. Raj loved it, Bryce. What oh, yeah, he did. Oh, he gave it four out of four. <laughs> he loved it. Loved it. Yeah, Raj has been on our side lately, you know, he in our Fast loved and the Nolan Furious. Movies. Yeah, oh, yeah, he loved Nolan movies. Loved Fast and the Furious. He did. Hey, I'll <laughs> hang out with Raj. Me and Raj, we're cool. He, he's not a stick in the mud like I thought he was, you know? <laughs> he gave Tokyo Drift three stars. <laughs> The lowest grossing Fast and Furious oh, film, and he loved it. God, I can't <laughs> wait to see what he thinks of Fast 4. I can't wait. Oh, no. And then this one is no surprise. $160 million budget, $837 million bucks. Shattered. Absolutely shattered. shattered. Absolutely shattered. Um, It was not the highest grossing that year. I think that was Toy Story 3. 
Um, but I think it outgrows the Harry Potter, which is something. That's massive. That's a big yeah. deal, that especially coming deal. down the stretch for Harry Potter. Yeah. Don't quote me on that, but uh, I think it was close <laughs> at least. So, Bryce, I've been looking forward to this part. Oh, man. <laughs> is this your favorite Chris Nolan movie? It has to be, right? If it's your favorite yeah, movie? Yeah, I mean, yes. I would have to say yes. I mean, there are other very honorable mentions. I think we're getting ready to do Mount Rushmore here. Um, Another one. Oh, dude. I just, Zach is putting the heat on me, man. I don't think he's put anybody it's under the discussion. gun like this before. It, but it, it has to be done. It has to be discussed. It's two of my favorite Hollywood people, Leo yeah. and Nolan. Yeah, but yes, Inception, in my opinion, is is the best Nolan film. Very big honorable mentions, though. Very much. Very much. Yes, yes. Um, and is this your favorite Leonardo DiCaprio performance, Bryce? No. 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 And we'll, we'll, we'll talk more about Leo. Yeah, we will. We will. But let's, let's uh, get into Nolan. Give me your Christopher Nolan, Mount Rushmore, Bryce. Okay. So I know I just said Inception is my favorite. I well, don't first have off, it. How hard was this for you? Oh, it was so incredible. Dude, I was literally at work thinking about it all day after you texted me. <laughs> I, I, I literally wouldn't leave my mind. I kept I kept going on IMDb and like looking at the Nolan films and like trying to uh, I was like Zach <laughs> dang it <laughs> okay so yes Inception is is in my opinion the best Nolan film my favorite Nolan film but in a surprise I didn't put it at number one and I think me and Zach are gonna agree on this for what this movie meant to a lot of people the comic book nerds give it to the me, casuals Bryce. give it to me everybody. It's got to be the Dark Knight. Yeah. Man. It's got to be. I, yeah. It just. It, oh man. Yeah. What a masterful film. You know, we talk about morals, moral compass, Christian Bale, Batman. I mean, just a massive franchise, and Nolan did nothing but knock this out of the park. And you know, don't forget about Heath Ledger, and basically, yes. I mean, you could almost say just like gave up his life to be to make this film. Gave it you all. Know, and, yeah. Number one, Dark Knight. Number two, though, is Inception. Definitely Inception. Um, I mean, we're talking about it. I mean, we've, we've talked extensively about it. Right. Um, number four, give me Tenet. Tenet yeah. makes your rush for. Yes, absolutely. Wow. Yes, because, because Zach, wow. I've, only, I've watched the movie once, and I don't know what happened. I literally, <laughs> And I love that. If you can make me just not understand what's going on, not to mention John David Washington and Robert Pattinson, a They're dynamic coming, duo, man. They are coming. I mean, they are on the rise. I mean, they Pattinson, are like uh, Tatum and Brown. They're coming. Uh, yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. <laughs> I mean, Pattinson has resurrected his career. We don't think of him as Edward anymore. No, we don't. And that He's, is unbelievable. I mean, his performance in Tenet was just outstanding. Outstanding. I can't wait to see him in Batman. It's, that movie got me excited for, for the Batman film that he's starring in. Me too. Like, truly. Number three, or number four, give me The Prestige. Yes, I love The this. Prestige. This was, I think, a 2006 release date. This was before like anybody could like really knew who like Nolan was. Yeah, this was uh, you know? the year after Batman Begins. Right, right. So I mean, it's just wild. I mean, it, it, the movie itself—that's another one where if you don't pay attention, you're lost. 
and right. Hugh Jackman and and another and another Christian Bale performance. Just again, outstanding performances from both Scarlett Johansson as well. Such yep. a good movie. That's my that's my Rushmore, Zach. I know you're gonna have something different. That's, I'm excited to hear yours. No, I mean the thing. I think we're gonna have more disagreement on the the DiCaprio my Rushmore, but um, in terms of me uh, pushing back, but I'm not gonna push back on this Nolan one, Bryce, because you could literally put almost any movie of his on the rush for and i'd be like all right fine yeah it's fine it's fine <laughs> <laughs> all right whereas with leo if you said i'm putting man in the iron mask on the on the rush uh, no say, no what's what's eating gilbert great <laughs> <laughs> and uh well number one for me is the dark knight uh it's my favorite nolan movie first of all it's out of uh, every movie that i've ever seen it is without a doubt the one that I've seen the most, oh, without yeah. a doubt. Oh yeah, upwards of twenty times easily I've seen it. Uh, and I, it's it's his most culturally impactful movie that he's ever made. I mean, people are still quoting this. You know, however many years it's been, thirteen years. Yeah, and the variants of posters, movie posters that came out with this. I mean, you see all of them everywhere. I mean, people feel like it's. You know, they want to collect these or have at least one and hang it up somewhere. I mean, that's how impactful it is. One of the most, (laughs) one of the best and most iconic acting performances ever in that movie. Uh, One of the best villains ever in that movie. He, I think it's that whole trilogy, but specifically the Dark Knight, uh, I think is the second most the second best interpretation of Batman behind only the animated series. And for the movies, it's not even close. It's the best, it's the best Batman movie. No doubt about it. Oh yeah. So that's number one for me. Number two is inception. I think it's his best movie objectively. Okay. I think, uh, it's his most original idea. Honestly. Really? Yeah, I do. Not even tenant. (laughs) Not tenant because he was dealing with time, which he dealt with here. A little bit. He does what's it in Memento. Really, all of his movies, honestly. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I have no problems with you having Tenet on the Rushmore. I don't even think it's too early to have Tenet on there. It's just, it was that no. good. No, I think it was that good. But, yeah, I, I think it's, you could say, honestly, any, even the Batman movies, you could say, was Nolan's most original movie. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Just in the way he took that character, but... Uh, I'm going with Inception as number two. Number three, I have Memento, Bryce. This is one that I need to watch still. I've heard a lot of good things about it. You're going to need to watch it twice. (laughs) Oh, no. It's another one. It's hard to explain. The best way I can explain it to you is it's a movie told in reverse, told backwards. Oh, no. Oh no. A lot of you get you'll get since you saw Tenet first, you're gonna get a lot of Tenet vibes from okay. Memento. Uh it's a clear clear inspiration from Memento in in Tenet, but I think it's his most intriguing plot in Memento. Great he always gets great performances with only a few exceptions, but Guy Pierce plays the main character in Memento. Great performance. And it was his first uh, really major release, so I'm going with that. And number four is Dunkirk. Really, Dunkirk. Uh, I think more than anything, it, when immediately when it came out, it was one of the best war movies ever. Immediately. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm I'm not saying it's the best 
No, it's, it's not the best. It's, not it's the best. up there. It's not the best. What do you think Dude. is the best, by the way? Oh, it's got to be Private Ryan. I think so too. Oh, it has to be. We should, or, we should we should do a pot on that. I mean, yeah, that'd be a good pot. That would be let's, a long Let's say pot. that or Platoon is the best, probably. Apocalypse Now is pretty pretty oh, dang fuck. good. I always forget about Apocalypse Yeah, now. Apocalypse Now is very good. Hey, if you We're talking about goat shit. If you want goat shit, go look at Francis Coppola's 1990s. Oh. <laughs> Unmatched. 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 He did a four-peat. It's unbelievable. Uh, but yeah, he yeah, didn't even try. He didn't even try. He really didn't. Uh, I have Dunkirk. I think it showed more than anything. I think it showed his range as a director. You know, um, the critics loved it because the critics love war movie. But I just think it showed his range. He showed, hey, I'm not just this sci-fi, time-driven storyteller. I'm I can do the mainstream stuff too, and that's exactly yeah, what he did. I really enjoyed seeing Harry Styles in there. Give me your tough omissions. <sighs> Interstellar. Yeah. Me too. Interstellar. I uh, I went back and forth between Dunkirk and Interstellar. Yeah, I mean I, I need to wa- I've watched that only once and I didn't get it. So I feel like I really need to watch it again. It's a long to one understand too. it. Yeah. It, it and that's that's the thing. I gotta find the time to commit and be focused to watch it, you know. Um but definitely Interstellar. I mean the visuals in that were out of this world out of this world yeah um yeah i mean i i haven't seen memento so that wasn't really an omission for me dunkirk dunkirk was good i enjoyed it i really think uh batman begins is the second best batman film in that one easily in that trilogy all right no disrespect to rises but full disrespect to rises just saying (laughs) (laughs) just didn't enjoy that one it was a little far-fetched for me at the end I was like, okay. That's people's biggest complaint with it. And honestly, that's fine with me. I mean, they brought a fucking nuke into it. So, you know. Yeah. And the, <laughs> the broken back thing that threw me. And then you just leave, you leave jo- uh, Joseph Gordon Levitt's character. You just. <laughs> <laughs> it just drives me nuts, man. It, it just frustrates me. But really, really, for me, Batman Begins, Dunkirk, and Interstellar would be my honorable mentions. Yep. Uh, me for me, it's Batman Begins and Interstellar and The Prestige. Um, I don't know how you left off The Prestige, man. It was really tough, really tough. Um, other than The Dark Knight, uh, Prestige is probably my favorite movie of his. Oh yeah, it's it's kind of like it's not made for Academy, you know. It's no, it's just not. kind of a. I'm gonna mess with you guys. Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> It's it's made it's made for movie fans, you know. It's like here, this is gonna entertain you, but it's also gonna make you think. Yeah. So enjoy. And that's thanks, Chris. Did, Chris. That's exactly what thanks, Chris. Yeah, I appreciate it. <laughs> well, I fire that up this weekend. Fuck it. Oh, why not? <laughs> Good flick, man. Yeah. Um, and now this is the this is gonna be a tough one, Bryce. Oh. The Leonardo DiCaprio Mount Rushmore for you. What what do you got? All right, so I have not watched this all the way through. I just caught a a um, an extended snippet of this movie, and I was already blown away. Number one, give me The Revenant. Yes. I mean, that's the one he won the Oscar for, too. Right. I mean, just what I saw in maybe like 20 minutes, I was blown away. Right. Number two, give me The Wolf. 
Yeah, baby. Give me the wolf. Yeah. Give me the wolf. Yeah. I mean, that, that movie. <laughs> His acting when he's on the drugs. <laughs> come on, come on, baby. You should be happy you got a husband with a body like this. <laughs> or or when he when he's driving to the country club to take the phone call and the way he's just dragging his lifeless body. <laughs> I mean, just, I, oh my goodness. I, there's a lot of parts of that movie, but yeah, Wolf number two for me on Leo. Number awesome. three, number three, um, I'll put Inception right here. Wow. Yeah, I know that, that that's probably high or maybe wow. shouldn't even be on here, but I really, I like Leo in it. I thought he, he, showed, he showed a range. It. Yeah, he showed a range in there. Uh, I mean, he was fully committed to the role. I mean, that's what you got to be when you're in a Nolan film. So, you know, you were going to get good Leo. Um, So I'll put Inception there. Number four, this is an indulgence for me, Zach. I'll be honest. And it might be on your list, but uh, The Departed. The Departed. The Departed. Yeah, that's the only (laughs) I said. I mean, he would – I ain't no rat. The Departed. Yeah, I just (laughs) – I just, this is an indulgence. I, I'll watch The Departed anytime it's on. Get him TV. a I cranberry juice. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there were a lot. I have a few honorable mentions that we could talk about. I mean, that were just hard to leave off. Yeah, I had, let me see here. I had five that were. Wow. I only five. had like three. I. <sighs> I told you before the show, it took me like half an hour. I got home after work and I was like, it was like I had to write a paper, honestly. It was that, <laughs> it was that mentality. It was like, oh man, I got, this is going to be tough. This is going to be tough. Incredibly tough. Now it I haven't was. seen every, I haven't seen every Leo movie. I'm just putting that out there. I, but I've I, seen a lot of the big ones. I've seen uh, most of them. Some of his early work I need to watch for the first time. For example, I haven't seen The Basketball Diaries, which I've heard he's very good in. Yeah, I've never seen them. But uh, yeah, early Leo, I haven't seen much of, including Titanic. I know that might be a shock to listeners, but no, no, no thanks. Yeah. Um, Number one, I have The Wolf of Wall Street. Number one. All right. Fair enough. That's fair. I, I don't think anybody's going to argue with that. I think it has to be on there when you're talking about Leo. What's your favorite scene in that? Yeah. And it doesn't have to be Leo involved. I really enjoy the scene where uh, John Bernthal's character gets arrested because it just doesn't have to happen. <laughs> totally avoidable. <laughs> Totally avoidable by Donnie, and he just does it anyway. Honestly, uh, my favorite scene probably when Donnie quits his job and says, uh, hey, hey, pay stub, I'll come work for you. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> this guy showed me this trading thing. <laughs> <laughs> Let's run. You <laughs> <We> can run. <laughs> that is coming up on the favorite movie series, Bryce. Devin Voss. Oh, really? It's his Dude, favorite movie. Long- are you going to try to keep that podcast at a minimum time limit? <laughs> uh, I got to try, man. I got to try. Oh, my That's, goodness. It's probably – it's my personal favorite Leo movie. Um, I And I think one thing it doesn't get enough credit for, that movie, it's a lot of things. You could say it's a biopic. It's a, it's a tragedy in some ways. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, I, but I think at its core, it's a fucking comedy. It's a comedy. Oh, dude, I was crying. When, when the FBI agents go to the yacht, oh, hysterical. I mean, 
throws the lobsters at him. Whatever. I'm going to have oh, her lick man. some caviar off my balls in the meantime. <laughs> oh, man. It's, uh, it's my personal favorite. And I think he just showed a side of himself. That we just hadn't seen before, Bryce. Yeah, that he, he is funny. Balls to the wall. He's fucking funny. Yeah, balls and to I, the wall. I don't think before Wolf anybody knew he could do that, and then he just fucking blew him all away. It was it was awesome. It was awesome. My favorite my favorite Leo movie. Uh, number two, I have Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Really? Yeah. Number two. Well, come on, come on. Take the order however you will. Okay, all right. But I thought it had to be it on made, there. It made your... Oh. Yeah, it totally did. Oh, that was a Brad Pitt movie. That was not a Leo movie. It Well, it's one of those rare instances, Bryce, where the supporting actor... We saw it in Dark Knight, for example. Supporting actor True. totally overtakes a movie. True. And that's what happened I mean, with Cliff Booth. Yeah, I just felt like I just felt like Cliff Booth was involved in the movie more than than Rick Dalton was. Now Rick Dalton obviously was good when he was on screen, but I don't know, it just didn't do enough for me. I honestly think if it was and I thought he probably should have won the Oscar for Wolf of Wall Street. Um I just think that movie was too raunchy for the Academy to to give it it's just due. Yeah, that would be incredibly <laughs> hard, man. Like I watched it on TV and yeah. I mean let me just say, making The Wolf of Wall Street available to run on basic cable is one of the great achievements of our time. Oh, give them the Oscar <laughs> for film editing. Film editing, baby. Yes. TBS, yes. TNT, whoever's yes. playing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but man. I don't have a lot of quarrels with it because Matthew McConaughey won that year for Dallas Buyers Club, and he was very good in that movie. I tried to watch that. I didn't like it. It's not a very uplifting movie. Um, I just didn't like it, man. It's about a guy who's got AIDS. You know, it's it's tough for those who haven't seen it. It's a tough watch, but McConaughey is good in it. Obviously, Wolf of Wall Street, I think, is a better movie. Definitely more rewatchable movie. But it's just a case of the Academy not willing to take that risk. So I did have one spot time on here, Bryce, because I thought in any other year, Leah would have won the Oscar for this role. For best actor. Wow. If it wasn't for Joaquin Phoenix and Joker, I thought he would have won... that's your boy joaquin that's your boy oh man if he if he didn't win last year oh man i was gonna drive to california (laughs) and be like what the fuck has to change get this right (laughs) yeah i mean just what is going on man number three one one that you had the revenant yeah it's got to be on there right the revenant i mean what this is his oscar role this is it this is oscar role Talk about balls to the wall, Bryce. Revenant. <laughs> bro. Bro. I, and again, I didn't oh, see man. all this movie, but the stuff that he was going through that I saw was like, bro. It's it's insane. It's totally insane. <laughs> but I think more than anything, but all of his acting aside in that movie, which it's kind of a joke that was his first Oscar. It really, it really was a joke. He, everybody knew he should have won one by yes. Yes, um, but this one just sealed the deal. Uh, if anything, it showed his box office power because this is a movie, Bryce, that is about. It's adapted from a story basically nobody knew before this movie came out. Yep, and it made almost six hundred million dollars. Uh, <laughs> and if oh. that's not Leo flexing 
I don't know yeah. what it is. Well, Zach, let me ask you this. How many would you rewatch The Revenant? Oh, yeah, totally. Would you really? Totally. Like at any point in time, or do you kind of got to like hype yourself up for it? Uh, it's a little bit of a commitment. It's a long movie. Uh, Not even certain, that, but it's just hard to watch. Takes a certain mentality to watch it. Yeah, you got to work yourself up <laughs> to watch it. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's some tough scenes, but I just think if anybody else, like, I'll just throw somebody out there. If Jared Leto was in the Hugh Glass role in The Revenant, that movie doesn't make $600 million. Not a chance. No. Not a chance. So it's just the power of Leo. And number four, I had the Depotted. The Depotted. Yeah, yes, yes. That's an indulgence. I know it is. <laughs> it's total indulgence. <laughs> I had uh, one reason in here why I justified it being on here. It proved he can stand out in an ensemble cast. Yes. Some hard hitters. Dude. It, yeah. Well, yeah. We'll talk about all star. We talk about all star cast. I mean, yeah, Matt Damon, dude. Mark Wahlberg, Jack Nicholson. Uh, I feel like I'm forgetting Martin people. Sheen. Martin Sheen. Yeah. I mean, Zach, where does that rank for you as a, a, in uh, mob movies, gang movies? Wow. Um, I know, that's a tough question. I mean, there's so many. Is it top five? If I, taking the two Godfathers out of it. Well, yeah, it's top five even with the two Godfathers. I was going to say, I think it's yeah. top five with that. Because you probably have the two Godfathers, uh, Goodfellas. Goodfellas. The Departed. The Departed, and then probably Casino for me. Casino. Oh, interesting. Yep. That's, I haven't seen that one. It's great. Watch that. It's great. Um, uh, some quality De Niro and Pesci in that movie. Really good. Ah, love me some Pesci. Uh, tough omissions, Bryce. What do you have for Leo? Uh, so one that that uh, I don't think gets enough respect. Um, Tom Hanks with Leo. Catch me if you can. Oh yeah. I, this is such a good movie. Like it, another like another like biopic. You Chris know, Walken uh, too. Yes, Christopher Walken. <laughs> I mean, it's just it's a it's a a cop heist movie, whatever you want to call it. It's, it's awesome. fun. I like it. Um. I love it. One, I think uh, Shutter Island's an omission for me. Yeah, that's yeah. Yep. Tough one. Tough one. 2010 was Leo, baby. Give Leo, me some Leo. The year 2010. Of Leo. All right. Uh, and then uh, my last one, Django. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Calvin Candy, baby. Candyland. Yes. Yes. He was. I mean, the the when he. I mean, we know the story, right, Zach? When he shattered the glass and it cut his hand. You know the story. That was real, and mm-hmm. that wasn't supposed to happen. And he played that to a T. I mean, you want to see masterclass, keep your composure, composure acting, that right there. Yes. I mean, just oh, in the moment, totally. and it gave that it gave that scene extra little like kick to it. You're like, ah, oh. yeah. It was so tense at that point. Yes, oh. best scene in the movie by far, if you ask me. The dinner scene. Yeah, either that or the shootout. In the Shoot out the end, yeah. Yeah, that was violent. You know, that's probably my favorite. <laughs> yeah, it's hell yeah, it was. That's probably my favorite Quentin movie, if I had to pick one. It's up there. It's it's there for it's not the best. It's not the best, but it's it's my favorite. For me, I had a few, I had a couple more than you did. Um The Aviator. The Aviator, he should have won the Oscar for this. Jamie Foxx won for Ray. Hey, I, are you gonna argue with that? No, because uh, I mean that's tough. It's always tough to play 
in a musical like that, and he did it right. really well. Right. So, but Leo was playing four guys in one person in that movie. I mean, Howard Hughes. If you know anything about Howard Hughes, he was a fucked up dude. He played yeah. <laughs> Leo played four guys in one role, so I, I thought he should have been. Uh, I thought he should have won, honestly. Django, Bryce. I had Django in my omissions. I honestly, How hard? I really. Oh man, I really wanted to put it on there. I really did. I really did. <laughs> it was so tough. Hey, ten black coffins too. That the soundtrack to Django is just oh, oh great gosh. opening song. Oh, it's awesome. Um, and here's the thing, Bryce, about Django. Him and Django. It's really the only time in his career he's played the villain in a movie. I mean, Calvin Candy is unquestionably oh, wow. the villain of that movie. Oh wow. Look at you, man. Look at you. I never even thought about that. You know, I he's mean, always, I mean, I he's mean, not always you... a good guy, but like he's unquestionably the villain in Django. Okay. Okay. So you're, so you're looking at, cause I mean, you could say like Jordan Belfort was, I mean like the antagonist of the movie. Okay. Got you. I'm yeah. with you. I'm with you. All right. Yeah. Um, if you want to get on villain questions, <laughs> <laughs> if you want to get uh, philosophical with it, you could say the real villain of the movie was slavery, and it was. <laughs> that is true. It is true. But if you're just talking from a character standpoint, from a plot standpoint, Calvin Candy was the villain, and he fucking knocked it out of the park. I probably should have been nominated for best supporting actor. Christoph Waltz. He wasn't going to beat Christoph Waltz, who won for King. No, King. not. Anytime he's in a Tarantino movie, book, book it, it book, book it. it, book it. But I thought a nomination at least would have been nice. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, this one, uh, some people might not like it. Uh, Great Gatsby was uh, honestly. I have no desire. <laughs> I have no desire. It was honestly, a, it wasn't a tough omission, but it started to be mentioned because he holds up the movie by himself. <laughs> That's what I've heard. Yeah, it's it's not a horrible movie, but if anybody else played Gatsby, it's a horrible movie. So I'll give him pop, I'll give him props. Titanic, Bryce. It wasn't a tough omission. I thought it should be mentioned. He doesn't get enough credit. I mean, Titanic was the biggest movie ever at the time. It was the biggest movie ever until Avatar came out. Oh, why do you think that is? Like. How do you how do you intrigue people enough to watch a movie about something that we know already happened, or you know uh, what's gonna happen? Right, that's the thing. I think part of it was uh, nobody had ever seen the Titanic sink. I honestly think that was a big part of it. So I think I think getting to so like closure, <laughs> getting to just see what it was like. I guess I mean. Because I asked my mom about it yesterday because I was like, man, how the fuck did this make this much money? Right. She said it was the biggest movie of her lifetime for sure until, you know, recently with Endgame. So he doesn't get enough, Leo doesn't get enough credit for shedding that image of him being a pretty boy. Yeah, yeah. Because that was like peak pretty boy Leo, you know? Peak pretty boy. Now he kind of looks like this rugged, like yeah. rough guy, you know. Like I don't know. Like I kind of like it. Like you kind of saw it in Inception. Yeah, I like it you know, too. With the hair slicked back and yep. yeah, yeah, I'm down with it. I mean, this dude, this dude Bryce was in the biggest movie of all time. He was the headliner in the biggest fucking movie of all time, <laughs> and it's almost an afterthought. What do you think about his career? Yeah, yeah. Who I else mean, could fucking do that? Uh. <laughs> 
Not too many people, in my opinion. Leo, all-time great. All-time great. Do you think he is the best actor in Hollywood right now? Right now? Yeah. Because it was Daniel Day-Lewis, and then he hung him up. So I think Leo, me personally, I think Leo took the mantle. Yeah, yeah, because I think anytime Leo's in a movie, you're going to go see it. Or you're going to make an effort. Right. Like, I'm excited. I mean, Leo's working with Scorsese again. You're going to tell... You're going to tell me that you're not going to go see that. I'll be there. And he even chose his role. He took himself off the lead <laughs> and made himself a supporting actor. You can't tell me it's not going to be oh, good. Fuck. Jesse Plemons, just biggest role of his life. Oh, I think he said it just flopped in his <laughs> He'll get off the Breaking Bad scenes. Now. The Breaking Bad is stigma. Well, hey, Leo's calling me. Hang on. Hey, Jesse, uh, you want my part? Fuck <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. When, when was the last time we saw Plemons? Was it The Irishman? Uh, Yeah, it was either that or El Camino, whichever one came out first. I don't remember. Oh, I yeah, I can't remember yet. What, he was in Irishman, right? Was I wrong? Yeah, he was. Yeah, he, he was. played yeah, yeah. Uh, Hoffa's son. Yes. Oh, what a what a disappointment. What a disappointing <laughs> movie. Oh, I'm so disappointed. Uh, we don't talk about it right now. <laughs> but I just, I mean, how many, he, this dude was in the biggest movie of all time. He was the biggest star in the movie and barely anybody talks about it now. It's unbelievable. Right. I mean, it's just the, it's, I think it's also part of the, uh, the directors, the quality of directors he's worked with yes. most recently, you know? Yes, Totally. And then my last, uh, I'll move, we'll move along here. We're running long on time. Um, I had Gilbert Grape in my, wow. yeah, he was uh, nominated for best supporting actor. He probably should have won looking back on it. Uh, for those who haven't seen it, he played, he played a, uh, autistic kid and totally knocked it out of the park. I thought he was, he honestly blew Johnny Depp away in that movie. Johnny Depp. Uh, is a great actor in his own right, and he was blown off the screen by Leo. <laughs> hey, hey, real recognizes real, man. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And Bryce, you hit on the directors he's worked with. Here's who he's worked with just in the last decade, 2010 to now. Works with Scorsese twice. He worked with Tarantino twice. <sighs> worked with Nolan, Inuritu, and Clint Eastwood. Not bad. <laughs> uh, I would say not bad at all. And I think one of the reasons his movies are events, Bryce, is because he's really slowed down his workload. I mean, since 2010, here's the movies he's done, the notable movies. Inception, Shutter Island, which were in the same year. J. Mm -hmm. Edgar, which I think is the only blemish on the ones yeah, no thanks. he's talking about. Yeah, no. Django Unchained, The Great Gatsby, The Wolf of Wall Street, The Revenant, and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. That's it. In 11 yeah. years, that's all he's done. He's a, yeah, he's a limited commodity now, which is kind of bad for us, but it's good when he when he gets something out. Yeah, it's awesome. It's awesome. Uh, Bryce, moving into Inception now. The best scene, Bryce. Why don't you, I'll let you take it. Why don't you read off the best scenes here and add any that you wanted to throw in? Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Uh, let me make sure I got the correct one. Yeah, so we have the opening dream. It's first candidate. Fair enough. Uh, we have uh, Cobb and Michael Caine. Their interaction, a staple of Nolan movies, Michael Caine. Oh, easy, easy, collect, <laughs> easy checks. The hardest checks were the Batman films. That was the hardest yeah. checks. 
Except for uh, Dark Knight Rises. That was an easy one. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> All right. Uh, cop shows uh, Ariadne the ropes. Or Ariadna. However you say that. Ariadne. Always, yeah, Ariadne. I always mess up her name. That was a great one. Yeah, that was interesting. That was interesting. Uh, Cobb meets with uh, Eames, and uh, he's running from uh, the Cobalt Engineering folks. <laughs> uh, all right, we have coming up with Fisher with the Fisher scam. Uh, so basically, this is the the huddle. We're breaking down the plan. Everybody it. pitches in. It's good. It. Good seed. Uh, Ariadne uh, spies on Cobb's dreams. This one's spooky, man. It freaks me out. It's creepy. It's legitimately creepy. Yeah. Uh, Dom explaining his limbo experience. Uh, we have a hallway fight uh, with Joseph Gordon-Levitt and uh, the uh, projections. And then uh, we have the entire final sequence. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. I mean, just to be honest. I mean, that's, that's like a half hour fair. of shit. <laughs> right. I, hey, I, I get it, man. <laughs> well, I don't know. What do you, what do you got? Um, so it's a toss up for me because I'm a big Tom Hardy guy. I love Tom Hardy. Yeah. And when he meets with Eames and they, you know, they're just chilling, like, you know, Dom is basically behind enemy lines, <laughs> essentially. And he, they're just casually just sitting in a bar, having a drink, eating pistachios. And, uh, they just come up with a plan. Hey, I'm going to run, go run some interference. I'll be back in 30 minutes. <laughs> And then Saito out of nowhere pulls up in the car. Saito with the clutch. Yeah. Protecting my investment. <laughs> hey, that's a good boss. That's a great boss right good there. Work for Saito. Yeah. Um, but I'm probably going to go with the entire final sequence. When they're in the, the snow-capped uh, uh, dream. Awesome. That final – I mean – with the with awesome. e with Eames just dropping fools, just knocking blocks off early left and Bane. right, early doing stuff. This this, this kind of reminds me of uh, like uh, when you play Call of Duty and you're playing bots. It's like it's like you're in there. <laughs> it's like you're in there just shooting bots. Easy you're shooting. Shoot. <laughs> easy just money. Like yeah, baby, playing on easy today. <laughs> Blow off some steam. <laughs> oh man! Fifty cc so, Mario Kart. <laughs> <laughs> Lapping motherfucker. <laughs> oh man! So I, I'm probably gonna go with that one because I thought it was the most action packed. I thought it was very entertaining. Um, the the urgency of everything, and then you know you have Fisher dying, so you go into you go into limbo and all that good stuff. That 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 one's got to be my favorite. Yeah. Um. It's, I mean, there's a ton. There's a ton. Oh, man, there's so many. For me, I would say, man, best scene is tough. <laughs> it is. It fuck, is. Fuck. And mine might be a cop-out, but I truly believe it, man. But no, I don't think it's a cop-out. I, I, and I tried to split it up. Like, I can't just, when I was making the doc, I was like, I can't just say entire final sequence. And then I could not figure out where to break them up in individual no, scenes. You really can't. You can't. <laughs> it's all, because it's everything's going on at once. I'm, I gotta agree with you. I'm going to go with the entire final sequence, just, especially on the snow cap. I mean, that's all the way up to when Fisher enters the room. You've got um, them going into limbo to get Fisher back. You have um, Dom running into the fake mall down there. and All of a know, sudden just loses his head. 
Totally lost this. Uh, totally lost this. Uh, what if she's real? Shut up and shoot her. What are you doing? Yeah, Ariadne talking some sense into him, and he's he's supposed to have it, Bryce. <laughs> Just like, wait, dude, we've been. You know, we're in like all these dreams. You you want to run with Rod Green, Mister <laughs> Charles? Rod Green from marketing. But you but you know that's not that's not why I'm here. That's not why I'm here, Mister Fisher. I'm Mister Charles. Remember your training. <laughs> oh no, not Mister Charles. That didn't work. Honestly, when he said, Mr. Fisher, Rod Green from marketing, I laughed the fuck out loud. <laughs> so and like, you are oh, leaving, leaving, <laughs> leaving. <laughs> here's it. Here's my number. It's only six digits. <laughs> and I'm going to take your wallet. <laughs> <laughs> Big oh. L for Fisher there. Man, oh, man. Massive L. Uh, yeah, I got to agree with you, Bryce. Final sequence, I mean, it's just... I would say outside of the Batman movies for Nolan, maybe the best action sequence he has ever filmed. Wow, that is high praise. Yeah. I mean, because I, I would put it up there with... I would put the the final sequence for Tenet up there. Yeah, oh, yeah. When you have both teams, just, yeah. you, you don't know what's happening. Yeah. You have no idea. Yeah. No clue. And Neil, you come to find out, Neil, you know, your boy. Yeah. He does it all. Yeah. He's <laughs> the man My goodness. Oh, dude. Oh. Now, I will say with Nolan, um, he can fucking end a movie. Yes, he can. And even with Dark Knight Rises, which I think might be his worst movie, even though it's I, I enjoy it a lot. I think it's probably his worst movie. He stuck the landing in Dark Knight Rises. Would you yeah, would you agree I with mean, that, Bryce? Ma- massive cliffhanger. I mean, it leaves so many questions. Yeah. And 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 when Inception. Oh, dude, that drives me nuts. That that drove me nuts the first time I watched it. You're like, bro, come on. Oh, the top. Yeah. yeah. The yeah the 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 uh, the question. You know what? I'll just, <sighs> I had it in questions, but I'll just ask you now since we're talking about it. Do you think he escaped? Do you think Dom escaped? Limbo. Escaped. Oh, limbo. I mean, I think he did. Yeah, I think he did too. But here's my thing. I'm pretty sure the kids were wearing the same thing. Yeah, that's I didn't think about that. Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure. Now I could be wrong. Well, the thing I always go back to is why would Michael Kane be in limbo, you know? Yeah, because we'd never seen him as a projection. Right. Right. Now there's theories that the whole uh movie was a projection of Dom of Dom's. I don't believe that. No, I'm not buying that. I don't think I, I feel like Nolan would have hint would drop like major hints at that. Yeah. And and we know how he got to the airport. Right. Right? He was on a plane. He got to the airport that way. Yeah. I don't think now, I mean, I guess you could say, well, we never see him land. Like, okay, <laughs> all right, fine, fine. You wanna be that way, but he he was at the airport. The top I'm just the, and the one a lot of people always go back to the top wobbles a little bit before it cuts to black. Right. I think that's your answer right there, honestly. Right, right. Because usually, I mean, from what we can tell, it just stays spinning. Yeah. So uh, I think I'm believing on a happy ending. I'm I'm, I'm going with the happy ending. <laughs> Give it to me, Nolan. Let me have this one. I think he got out. I mean, I, I think the top wobbling is all you need to see, folks. I think he got out. So, 
Nolan loves it. He likes a happy ending. He does. Yeah. It's, it's a myth that so. he doesn't. He does. He likes it. Other than the Dark Knight, it was not a that was not a happy ending. But oh, uh, you yeah, know. that was tough, <laughs> tough, tough, tough. Hey, give us one of the greatest lines though. The yeah. hero line. Yeah, awesome line from Gary Oldman. Awesome. Oh, Gary Oldman, respect. Put some respect on the man's name. They finally did with Darkest Hour, which yeah, which was a weird role for best, him. Yeah, oh, it wasn't even his best role he's ever done. I mean, it's just you know, uh, I hope he wins this year for Mank, but I think uh, Chadwick will get it for. My Rainey's Black Bottom, which you know he probably should. He probably should. That was that was he did a great job, and it's just it's too good of a story to pass up. So you gotta you gotta do it. Nobody's gonna be upset. Um, what what would you say your second favorite scene is? It, it would it would be the Eames when it when he goes and find Eames. Eames intro. I, I, yeah. yeah, I I really enjoy Tom Hardy. I like. I like the characters he's played now. Now let's not talk about Capone, but uh, ah. <laughs> that was rough. But I mean, everything that I've seen him in, you know, he, he's been great. Uh, Lawless was, is a very underrated film. Yep. Legend. Um, yeah. Legend. I don't know if you've, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Me and Zach are big Peaky Blinders guys. I yep. mean, he's, he was awesome as Alfie. He's good in the Revenant. Good in the Revenant. Yes. I mean, no. he, he is a phenomenal actor. I, I like him. I want to see him more, to be honest. He's great in Dunkirk. Yeah, he was good. <laughs> for the time he was in it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he was good as Bane. Awesome as Bane. Awesome. Yeah, so, I mean, I, I like Tom Hardy. I enjoy him. I'll watch Tom Hardy all day long. Me too. I'll talk to Tom Hardy. I got I got season tickets to Tom Hardy. Whatever. If he's if he's doing a movie, fine. I'm, I'm, I'll do it. Um. My second favorite, I would probably go with, even though it's really creepy, it might be the creepiest scene Nolan's ever filmed. Ariadne spies on Cobb's dreams, runs into Ooh. Mall, legitimately uh, eerie, Bryce. Yeah, it, it just yeah, it made you you were so tense during it because yeah. she was acting in the hotel room. She was nuts, man. It's easy to forget, like, hey, if you die, you're fine, actually, but still dying in any form i imagine is uh pretty scary <laughs> dude ah yeah such a wild wild uh scene man wild scene wild scene so i'm gonna go with that for a second um who got the worst bryce <laughs> i think one of your favorite segments on cinema <laughs> it is it is it's a lot of fun it's so fun oh man. so uh number one the first architect do you remember him bryce Oh yeah, yeah. Just beat up in a plane. Who? What happened? Did they just take him away? Is he dead? Dragged away. <laughs> Is he dead? Because uh, Cobb asks like, "What's gonna happen to him?" And uh, Saito's just like, he's like hand waves it. He's like, "Ah, don't worry about it." <laughs> yeah, he's fine. Come in. Come on. Come on. Bring him in. Bring him in. Uh, number two, and this is my pick. I'll spoil it. Saito got fucked, stuck in limbo for years. <laughs> I mean, what do you uh, think, Bryce? Man. I mean, did you see the beard on him, by the way? The, the side yeah. of me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, but, you know, like that scene, obviously we saw it twice. Uh, Ken, Ken Watanabe's acting was awesome. I thought it was so good in that awesome scene. Director. I mean, what it was awesome just, actor. and it was deep. It was, yeah. the, the quotes were deep in that. It was just, oh, man, you're like, wow. Incredible. Well, that was the second question I had in the question section. Were you expecting that 
full circle first time you saw this or did you forget about it like I did? Yeah, I mean, yeah, they they left the little the little egg there and then they just kind of left it alone. So yeah, I mean, you didn't and then it, as soon as he washes up on shore, you're like, "Ah." Yeah. Ah, okay. Yeah. I see you. I see you, Chris. <laughs> I see you, boy. Yeah, no, I didn't expect that at all. No. It, that's one of the the few scenes I saw the first time I watched the movie where I was like, "Oh, fuck." Yeah. <laughs> this makes sense a little bit. <laughs> uh, oh i've seen that before it's it's like rick dalton rick dalton watching the tv and when i saw it in the theater over the summer i was just like oh god oh god oh man <laughs> yeah it was like rick dalton watching the tv <laughs> <laughs> hey that's me <laughs> hey oh man. um and then the third candidate we have mall um died and also her make-believe self was stuck in in, in limbo tough tough beat uh, <laughs> uh, life. Uh, sleeper candidate bryce the audience's brains on the first viewing who got it the worst <laughs> wow wow um honorable mention audience i'm yeah. going with maul she didn't ask for inception no she Tom just went ahead and did it yeah and it cost him his wife. That's uh, when that when he reveals that to Ariadne at the end. It's like, well, you're uh, you kind of asked for it, but yeah, yeah. I see like, why everybody's after you now. Right, and and like, I mean, how about the the elf or mall? You know, jumping off the the hotel ledge. You know, that must have hurt. Tell you what, uh, I'm glad you brought that up because that was the best. I thought that was the best acting from Leo in the movie in that scene. Yeah, the raw emotion from that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it it, it kind of made you like you felt bad. Like that's how good it was. You're yeah. like, oh, bro, that was tough. That was really tough. Yeah, he he does great stuff with his face, the way he reads the lines. Uh, I just I love it. I love that scene. Um. Yeah, so uh, let's move on to the score, Bryce. I said it at the top. I think this is Hans Zimmer's best score. Some other ones I throw out there. Interstellar, uh, the Dark Knight trilogy theme, and Dunkirk. Yeah, all phenomenal. All good. All phenomenal. Hans Zimmer, top of the line, baby. Top of the line. I'll be honest. I cue this up on Spotify sometimes. Inception score. Really? Yeah. (laughs) Wow, what a degenerate. It's awesome. awesome i mean we're talking about the final sequence with the best scene one of the reasons especially when dom uh comes home on the plane the score bro oh, yeah it was very it was very positive and you're like oh all right we're winding down things are all right and then he yeah. spins the dang top <laughs> leave me alone leave me alone right that's that's another reason i think he did get out of limbo is because the music is so like triumphant yeah it's like yeah i think he got out i don't think they'd be playing this music if he didn't get out so no no <laughs> he did uh so comedy bryce i didn't have a lot we talked about rod green from marketing ah uh, rod which, green uh, from marketing made me laugh out loud. i think i'm gonna change my twitter name to that <laughs> <laughs> rod green from marketing only the real ones will know <laughs> only the degenerates follow me on twitter <laughs> Rod Green from marketing. Inception heads, follow me. 
uh, number one comedy moment that I had Cobb trusting mom <laughs> in the chair. <laughs> Every time you're like, bro, why did you just ask her? You literally asked a projection. Stay there, mom. Like she's a dog. Stay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and he falls and he's like, he God looks up like he's surprised. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Oh, man. Uh, Cobb solving Ariadne's mazes like they're nothing when she's drawing in mazes and he just finishes them like, again. Again, he's Sucks. like, he's he was like, uh, he was like, Han in Tokyo Drift again. <laughs> it's like, uh, shooting coaches to Dwight Howard in practice again, again, again. Oh man. Uh Tom oh, no. Hardy as Browning, pretending to be Browning. I thought that was funny. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. He he owned it. He owned it, man. I totally. love it. Totally. Oh, he owned the the lady, the hot girl too. He got Sido. Bet big time. Big time. He was caught. He was he was flustered. Yeah. Had no game. Had Sido no game. He was about to make a move. <laughs> I don't know, man. He seemed like he didn't have any game to me. He's uh, like, oh no, 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 no. <laughs> To be fair to Saito, he also had a bullet in him. I'll, I'll give him, I'll give him yeah, some. Yeah, I wouldn't be in the mood either if I was shot. <laughs> that wouldn't be the thing I'm thinking about. No? Really? No, I don't think so. <laughs> Not this time. And Bryce, I made this one for you. Well, this whole episode's for you, Bryce. So it's for <laughs> yeah, you're right. Compare and contrast the Toretto crew and the Cobb crew, Bryce. <laughs> Why are we doing this? <laughs> Two very formidable crews. Uh, yes, yes. I would say the the dysfunction between the groups are very um, are are very comparable. I yes. would say, um, obviously, more physical abilities uh, from the Toretto crew, more uh, mindful. Uh, well, I guess more more methodical from the Dom from the cop crew. More chemistry on the Toretto side for sure. Yes, yes, because they're family. Yep. yep. Family's everything. Family. Family. Well, I don't fam- have relatives. I have family. <laughs> yeah, Cobb, Cobb. I mean, literally, at the beginning of the movie, when they're on the train with Saito, every man for himself tosses the cash to the kid. Gone. Yep. Yep. Gone. We'll meet up somewhere. Who? I'm going to Buenos Aires. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, yeah, tough. So, hey, we're just doing a job. We're workmates. <laughs> we ain't got to be best friends. So, very different there, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Um, success rate I think is higher for the Toronto crew. Would you, would you say? Yes, yeah, I would say so. I would be, I would say, based off uh, off of driving skills. Yeah, the cop crew they got a lot. They got a lot to go through. They got to worry about protection pr- protection projections. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, uh, make sure the the idea is planted firmly. Yeah, that's tough. Very important. You know, uh, they get drugged up a lot. Yeah, they do. Yeah. They that go. was some. I yeah. Back to the fun. It's a comedy for a minute. When they slap people, when they have them under those sedatives, that cracks me up every freaking time because they are just <laughs> slapping them so hard. <laughs> oh, wait. Shit. Let me let me check. Let me check. No, he's out. He's out. Definitely out. It's fine. Come on, guys. <laughs> slap the, the dream shit room or the people that are dream. The, the, the old guy walks over just. <laughs> he's out. Yeah, the guy wakes up. Why is my face hurt so much? <laughs> uh, 
I gotta say, it's kind of a funny scene, but it's a beautiful shot when they dunk a uh, cob in the beginning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he won't wake up. Ah, throw him in uh, the tub. Dunk him. Give him the kick. He's <laughs> fine. Beautiful shot, but also really funny at the same time. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and a new segment here, Bryce. A new segment I have created. It's called Slip in the DMs. Wow. Oh, <laughs> I, I love how you use me. I, I'm always involved in your new experiments. You're a good lab rat, Bryce. <laughs> uh, this should be interesting. Here is what the Slip in the DMs award entails, Bryce. A cast okay. or crew member that caught your attention the most... And left you a little interested in them. Left you uh, wanting to get to know them a little more. Slip in the DMs, perhaps. Interesting. Interesting. This is this one is tough. This one is tough. Um, I got a I got a dark horse one here for you. I don't uh, think you saw this one coming. Oh. I want to slip in the DMs of uh, of Dom's father. I want to know. Yeah. Oh, I, I think I caught him here. I think Michael Caine's character, oh, fuck. because he knows about this. I'm interested to see his adventures and his experiments because oh, I think he's done this before, and I want to know. Yeah, he's done it before. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I caught you off guard with that one. Wow. That was yeah. a good one. Yeah. <laughs> that wasn't wow. even on your radar. Wow. That is awesome. Wow. <laughs> oh, I left his speeches on his own podcast. That well, he wasn't on my radar because he's only in like five minutes of the movie. Well, and that's what makes it more mysterious. Yeah. Like he knows what Dom is doing. He's like, Have you come to corrupt one of my pupils again? Like, oh what do you mean? You know what's going on? <laughs> Why do you know what's going on? What have you done? Who have you killed? Tell me. <laughs> I am going to slip into the DMs. Of Saito. Interesting. Saito. Okay. I want to know what the hell it was like in limbo for like 60 years. That's interesting. I'd also be intrigued why he wanted them to break up, uh, break up his empire. Cause he really never answered that. Uh, I try. I looked for that. Um, when I watched it last night and I, I, I don't think we ever got an answer to that. Right. I, I, I would assume it's just a competitor. Probably. Yeah, probably, probably, probably just simple. greed. I mean, yeah. that, I mean, but it, it was never answered, so I thought that was kind of weird, too. Yeah. But, yeah, Limbo would be super interesting. Like, what, what, what were you doing down there, bro? I'd want to pick his brain. Like, seems like you had a pretty nice setup down there. Yeah, uh, not bad. Yeah, and you couldn't get Getting out. Getting old looks like it sucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, great work from the makeup department on... Oh, phenomenal. He looked crusty as all get out, dude. <laughs> he, he looked, looked like, like he was about to weather away. He looked like hell. <laughs> oh, man. And then, of course... I think a a, a run of runaway winner of this award, Bryce, the block in the back award. Oh yeah, easily. for the most brainless decision in the movie, Dom not telling his crew about the limbo risk if they died in Inception. Yeah, yeah, they wait. They wait till after Saito is shot and they're in the middle of the dream, surrounded <laughs> by defense from Mister Fisher's <laughs> subconscious. To oh yeah, by the way, guys, uh, we can't get out. We're just going to uh, go with it. I, I think I missed that, that out. Yeah, I, I forgot to put that on the board. My my bad, guys. My bad. Yeah. So we're gonna, we're just going to do this. All right, no problem. Don't, yeah, after Ian's don't like, shot. I'm sitting out. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, I'm sitting this out. He's like, no, nah, you can't do that. You're going to be a week in here. 
Eames is like, fuck you, dude. Yeah. <laughs> and even Arthur, JGL, he's like, yeah, yeah. you knew about this? Right. Well, and, and the chemist, the chemist is like, bro, I don't care. I'm getting his whole share. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was he was easily bought off easily. Oh yeah. They also, like, what, what, what'd you get? Half a share? He's like, no, I got his whole share. Just very easily offered that up. I can just imagine that exchange. Hey, you can't tell anybody about this. Well, I got to tell him, I got to tell him, I'll give you my whole share. All right, fine. All right. Yeah, no problem. All right. So you're safe with me. You got a key from a lips. Gotcha. Oh my goodness. And then our final discussion point, Bryce, really just uh, an unsolved mystery, if you will. Joseph Gordon-Levitt, what the hell happened to him, Bryce? Dude, I don't know. He was on top of the world for a couple years. Right. I mean, after the Dark Knight Rises role, like, yeah, where I, I didn't really understand Nolan at the time, to if I'm being completely honest with you. Yeah. So, and, and I thought, you know, they were going to do something with that with that character, but then I then I realize it's Nolan and that character is dead. Right. And, and that's unfortunate because, I mean, you you really thought, you know, there was something to be done there. But no, there wasn't. So they so, played it. Right. And and I like Joseph Gordon-Levitt. I loved him in Inception. I loved him in, uh, I don't know if you've seen this one. Uh, I feel like it's kind of a random movie, but Premium Rush. Oh, he I've never a, seen that. He was a, uh, he was the mail del- a bike mail delivery guy in New York. And he ends up being chased by like some mobsters and stuff. And it, it's an interesting movie. I'm not saying it's a great movie, but it, it's an interesting movie. I enjoy it. It's just me. I really liked him in that. I'll watch um, it. I'm a degenerate, so I'll watch it. Yeah. And I watched him. I mean, recently he's made his comeback. You know, we'll talk more about that. But yeah, he just kind of fell off the face of the earth. Yeah. I mean, in 2012, he was in three pretty big movies. Obviously, Dark Knight Rises. Um, which is, uh, other than the Avengers, I think was the biggest movie 2012. So he was in that. He was in Looper, which is a pretty good movie. I haven't seen it. Really good movie. He's almost unrecognizable. I remember when that movie came out, I was like, that looks like him in the face, but I, I don't think it is. It was. Interesting. And then Lincoln, which uh, is a tough watch at times, but he plays Abraham Lincoln's son. Did a fine job. Did a fine job. So... He was in three pretty. He was in a Spielberg movie and a Nolan movie in the same year. Uh, yeah, okay, that explains. He got the bag, Zach. He got the yeah, bag. They, you answered it for us, Bryce. He, he took he, some time he, off. I got the bag. <laughs> you know, <laughs> some other notable movies uh, that he's done lately: Snowden, the Edward Snowden biopic, directed by Oliver Stone. That I never I heard. Saw. It's good. I heard it's good too. I haven't seen it. And Don John, which he directed himself, starring Scarlett Johansson as well. Um, I, I have not seen that. No, I probably won't watch that either. I'm not a, I'm not a fan of the plot. Well, I probably will since my future wife is in the movie. I will, I nice. will watch it. <laughs> nice. Nice. Uh, I, he's kind of made a comeback, though. I mean, he was in, he now, albeit... Right, he's been in two Netflix movies and one Amazon Prime movie, which I watched. Project Power movie sucked. Mm. He was good. He was yeah. good in it though. Him and Jamie Fox were good. It was just yeah, weird weird plot. Trial of Chicago things. Seven. I haven't seen. That's right. That's right. I haven't seen I that. Forgot he was in that. Yeah, uh, I, I want to see more of him. Me too. I, I, I mean, really he's enjoy awesome. him. I mean, from what I'm seeing, he's gonna—he's in—he's uh, got a movie coming out 
this year called Mr. Corman. Oh, it's a, oh, it's a, uh, it's a TV show. Oh, he, he's directing and writing it and starring in it. Wow. The triple threat. Yeah. Uh, he's going to play Jiminy Cricket in the live Perfecto. adaptation of uh, Pinocchio. Fuck. Fuck. Um, he's, uh, he's writing, uh, the new Fraggle Rock movie. Oh, okay. So he, he, it's not like he's out of the industry. He's working No, Yeah. And he's got a, uh, a musical comedy, an R rated musical comedy about oh, the misadventures shit. of two pilots. It stars him and Channing Tatum. Oh, odd, odd duo there. Very oh. odd. All right. I like both those guys. So. I'll yeah, sure. Watch we'll see. Too. We'll see what you got. Uh, so it's not like he's been dormant. He's been doing shit, just not high profile stuff. Right. And I think he should. I, I think that's embarrassing. I think I he think should he be should cast in, in larger roles because I think I think he can handle it and I think he's good. I mean, he could have been in Tenet, right? Yeah, I could see him in a Pattinson role. Yeah. Or maybe in another role. Like, I don't know. He, he could have been in a lot of movies. But Bryce. I want to thank you for coming on another oh, great addition you. to the favorite movie series. And I love doing it, Bryce, because, you know, I get in depth on some of these movies, but at the end of the day, I'm just a fan like everybody else. And that's why I want to do the series. So oh, yeah. thank you for coming on, Bryce. Of course. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. I'm, you'll see more of me on cinema. That's for sure. Yeah, you will. You will. Uh, shameless plugs, Bryce. Take it away. What's going on on Insanity? <clears throat> yeah, Insanity. We just uh, we got through Selection Sunday. The tournament, uh, the NCAA tournament is here. Uh, we're going to have uh, coverage for you guys. Caleb Lynn will be attending some games. Give us some uh, firsthand first and man. second round. Yeah, yeah. So we're excited about that. We've got a mole. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and then uh, we also got uh, Battleground. Uh, we had one last week. We did NBA Awards. We had That's Alex right. Burr on there. We got into some heated right. discussions. I caught some heat for James Harden picks. I shouldn't have, though. It's whatever. It's, uh, whatever. it's your James Cameron hate. Yeah, and your James Harden hate it goes hand in hand. Uh, it does, it does, it does, <laughs> absolutely. But that—that's what I got going on, Zach. What else we got going on? Well, um, I gotta say, I listened to those uh, that tournament episode you guys put out today. That was really good. Oh, thank uh, you. A thank guy you. like myself who only watches one team, and that's it. Uh, really informative <laughs> for me. It really helped me out with my bracket. So I enjoyed uh, it. Um, what else? Let's see. I would say top should be uh coming up. Pretty yeah, soon. draft is coming up soon. Draft's coming soon. Uh, we got the running hook with Alex Burr, uh, AB and uh, Dylan on the Alex and Dylan Basketball Power Hour. They're heating up their uh, three teams per week episodes again. So those restarted, yeah, restarting them, baby. They're coming. Uh, and cinema, I've we've got a lot of stuff. Oh, planned. so much. For next week, I know this will this is this will either come out. We're recording this on a Wednesday. This will either come out later this week or next week. Um, my X two monologue came out. Oh, I need to listen today. to that. Uh, let's take a listen to that if you want. Um, let's I'm see. working on your Silence of the Lambs one with Coop right now. Yeah, it was. It went longer than I wanted to, but I thought, it was- dude, two and a half hours long. <laughs> it was. Uh, <laughs> It's it's one of the few movies that I think deserves a long pause. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Honestly, I'm fine with it. Fine but with it. Uh, I thought it was a good episode. Coop will be on again, uh, I think, to talk T2. 
the 30th anniversary of Terminator 2. So ah, is he is he enrolled in the uh, favorite movies? Uh, uh no no no, I'm keeping that with Running Hook members only. Ah, the exclusive okay. club. Ah, <laughs> okay. Sorry, Coop. Coop, you're on plenty of times. I love you. I love you yeah. on Zach's pod. Um, and then I'm doing something with the Snyder Cut. I that comes out tomorrow. I don't know. How I'm gonna handle that? It's a four-hour movie, but I'll figure it out. Four-hour monologue, baby. It's only fair. Uh, it's only right. <laughs> be a lot of alcohol in that monologue too. Oh my goodness. Um, thinking here. What else? Do I, oh, fast forward next week with you. Oh, and, come uh, on, Devin. Yeah, Devin has been informing us. Yes. Of, uh Yeah, he's been very upset that he has to watch. <laughs> I watched it uh, this past week, and boy. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Wow, what a time. I'm not, not looking forward to my rewatch, that's for sure. But uh plenty of plenty of content on the running hooks. Check us out, check all those shows out. And as always, folks, thanks for listening.